0: Well, hey there. Spoilers are worse than finding out that Jar Jar Binks is going to be in all three prequel movies, and there are spoilers in this podcast, so you shouldn't listen until you've watched the episode for yourself. Don't be a Jar Jar to others or Jar Jar yourself. Watch (laughs) the show and then listen. I have spoken. Hello. This is Finding the Way, a weekly podcast where three friends discuss the latest episode of Disney's amazing series, The Mandalorian. Welcome to our third episode. Thank you for all the feedback so far. We're working to make each episode better than the last, so thanks for letting us know how we're doing. Uh, currently, our plans are to watch the rest of season two, then we're going to go back and watch the first season, and then maybe we'll watch the original trilogy and discuss them together, and then maybe we'll watch the video on YouTube of Jar Jar introducing himself for five hours, and we'll discuss <laughs> that. Um, well, I thought we could start off today, guys, um, by asking uh, what team you're on. If if you align with a specific group of people in the Star Wars universe, who are they? Uh, why don't we Why don't we take a, just just a second Go and ahead, introduce Marin. ourselves? Ladies first.
1: <laughs> so I'm self-declared as Team Ewok. Uh, they know how to party. They're really cute and fluffy, and they're really good at beating up troopers. So.
0: Nice, nice. Uh, nice. I'm Keith Meyer, <laughs> and uh, I would definitely, I think, be on Team Millennium Falcon, which is just the coolest ship and the coolest crew, and uh, it's kind of like instant family. That's always been my, my feeling about the ship.
2: Hmm. So I'm gonna be uh, Team High Ground, Team uh, Sand. No, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> I'll be Team um, Gray Jedi, or yeah, I think Gray Jedi. That is the. That is the belief system in Star Wars in which I most closely align.
0: They're going to reveal their real name in this season of The Mandalorian. They're going to be called the (laughs) Greta. That's going to
1: happen.
2: It is. How dare you? Yeah. Trust (laughs) me. The Greta. The Greta. The
1: Greta. (laughs) That's what it
2: reminded me of.
0: Yeah, on this show, what we like to do is talk about something that we love. Uh, the three of us are, are Christians, and so we we like to discuss the show and look for some spiritual truth in the stories that we love. Today, we're talking about Season 2, epi- Episode 6, entitled The Tragedy. Uh, here's your last spoiler warning before we jump into it. Uh, guys, you don't know, feel free just to jump in as we kind of narrate this thing. Uh, episode opens in space on the Razor Crest, right? And we see um, uh, Mando interacting with Grogu, right? So he's he's saying
2: his name, and and, and it's like yes. he's just messing with the name. He's like Grogu, Grogu, and the yeah. the and he's like he's just responding, and he's like and what one of the things that I thought was cool was like Mando was laughing and like cutting up. Yeah, I don't. I don't you, you and, didn't and, see and that and saying, like,
0: ever. saying space exclamation he was like doing space exclamations, whatever that phrase is that he says. Oh yeah. thank, Ferric. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Maren, I figured you would get all the feels from the um Yeah the little it
1: just it's like dad moment when he's like Grogu and he's like, hmm?
0: Yeah. <laughs> and he's I, just like ha. Ah. I did think it was um, there was that sh- little bit of strange interaction where he was like, "I'm not mad," you know, and it was like, "What's that?" Um, well, he
2: got all excited. I, I mean, I I got it. I I understood it. Like when he was when he was like super excited that he that he uh, used the force, and I think the kid jump, jumped because he was like, "What did I do wrong?" and and he was like, "Oh no, no, no! That you misunderstand. That's that's because I- he
0: only gets excited when bad things are happening. Is that like?" No, no. He grabbed the ball. I saw it. Right.
1: Yeah. He grabbed the ball. I saw it as Grogu kind of like mimicking Mando because he was like, uh. ah. and then Baby Yoda was like,
0: <clears throat> "Yeah, you know, I don't know."
1: It just brings the father son relationship back to me again. I, it's I, just-
0: I think that as I was watching that scene, I like I gave up on. Uh, having an opinion on whether or not the the name was dumb. You know, I was just like I think I'm over it. You know, it's it's another episode. We learned his name last episode. I'm I'm done. I don't need to I, I have to since think about I've have, I have since heard people go speak
1: for yourself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have since heard people go
2: I like that name. I I really yeah. like that name. So, I'm I'm starting to yeah, I'm 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 in your boat keith i'm i'm kind of like hold on let me
1: let me get a piece of paper and a pen real quick what are the people's names who said that they are (laughs) the name grogu yeah right (laughs) so you (laughs) can
0: so you can visit them and And, uh, and, and and intimidate them
1: stop by
0: nice um okay so open credits right because we arrive at Typhon, which is some planet of historical significance uh, for the Jedi, right? This is where the Seeing Stone is.
2: You know what? One thing I love about the opening credits credits is yes. that like they're the 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 exact right amount of time. Like it's it just kind of like Welcome to the Mandalorian, but it's no, nothing mm-hmm. more than that. And I wish more more TV shows did that instead of like this like minute long intro. Man, like it was just like it's just like and then it's okay just, so.
0: Max and I w- watched late night How television. Was
2: it <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you seen Have you seen I'm, the um the uh uh where where the, it's it's the Mandalorian but it's a parody and it's on TikTok and and instead of like the the little west western thing it's just like a butchered version of it it's hilarious. It's like I, I have, I have I th- I've not seen the one
0: it. the Mandalorian, which is like <laughs> you know it's like the the ult- The super Western, you know, the Mm. classic 1960s style. (laughs) Um, Max and I have been watching, we watched TV together during quarantine, and we've continued that practice. And uh, so we're we're almost done. I think we have four episodes left of Lost. Mm -hmm. The Lost theme, like the intro credits are, I think, 11 seconds long. It's that's just scary. the logo it's spinning awesome. out. Yeah, I think that's the shortest and, and best that I've ever seen on TV. Okay, yes. so we, we, we land on Typhon, right? We find the seeing stone. Uh, how does it work? Uh, we don't know. Puts puts Baby Yoda on the stone. And then his attention is diverted by the arrival of the Slave One spaceship, which, you know, um, when, when I watched it with Hank, he didn't know what the ship was. He's oh, like, I was freaking out.
2: I was freaking out, man, and and the way that it landed too, I was like, "That's mm-hmm. that's unusual and cool." I mean, yeah. it, you know, I, I was I was geeking out. I was like, "That is Slave it, One. It's about it's to go down." Unusual, cool.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Very good. there you go. Yeah, you can you, you can say that, that again. No, 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 we like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's staying in so, there. So you know, the ship yeah, actually sorry. when it when it lands, it lands on its on its. Back instead mm-hmm. of flying forward like everything else. Um, and if you had the ship, the original one from the 1980s when Empire came back, there was a handle and you could hold it and fly it forward like that. Oh, wow. And, oh, and there's a little trigger. Sick. There was a trigger on there, and Boba Fett would like go up and down. He would like shoot into the cockpit. Oh, that's it awesome. Cool. Yeah. And there was Aww. a little uh, Han Solo and Carbonite that went in the front. So yeah. nice. I'm sure that that's it got yard sailed at some point. Um, so at some point so okay so uh mando freaks out right trying to snap uh grogu out of it but can't um and then uh he goes down to encounter the enemy right uh at at which point uh he has this conversation with uh with fennec and boba fett uh, who we don't know is boba fett and they make this pact right
2: um, I, I feel I feel like you're supposed to know it's Boba Fett already. I'm um, well, I mean, I guess I guess if you're the casual washer that has never seen. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, like, I guess I, I don't know. Like, like if like, you've
0: prevented your child from watching the prequels and he's never seen them. And well, so he doesn't know what Django Fett looks like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, no,
2: I mean, that, I feel I feel like Boba Fett has been hinted at so much that every single person like is, is already like, OK, that's Boba Fett. You know what I mean? Can yeah. I say
1: something really quick? Yes, go for it. About the part when Mando is trying to like get baby Yoda out of whatever whatever is going on with him, like he's put up the shield and he's trying to like contact other Jedi, I guess. Did anybody see his little fingers?
0: Oh, when they were yeah, like he, this? Like the He was doing the Doctor Strange thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we were calling it jeditation here that's awesome doing.
1: I'm gonna yeah. need like a twelve foot statue of just his little fingers going like this because it was so
2: you know what you know what's very so interesting precious. about that I've only seen that kind of um I've only seen that kind of force representation like where where the where the force was literally visibly hovering over the rock I've only seen that in like video mm-hmm. games and in like like tie in media for Star wars I've never seen that kind of like um Visual rep- representation of the force in movies or like a one Star Wars media.
0: You know what I mean. I have not mm-hmm. played a Star Wars video game since uh, the nineteen nineties when it was when when uh, X Wing and um, what was the other one called? That the, the um, yeah X Wing and Tie Fighter came out. And so I have no clue, but Sam keeps pointing out all these references to the, to the like, Knights of the Old Republic video games. Yeah, stuff. there's definitely so, a ton. Yeah, mm-hmm. there, there's, a, um, there's a tremendous amount of, like, geek backstory in each of these episodes. I'm noticing people are just, like, exploding with... Uh, connections, which is better than them exploding with, like, why this doesn't make sense and why this is dumb and, yeah. you know, why the prequels and sequels never should have been made, which is most of the discussion that that I <laughs> seem to have, you know, is, is like, this doesn't make any sense. What's happening? Right, right. <laughs> um, so... Okay, we uh we encounter that the, the, the sharpshooter Fennec is still alive. I actually forgot all about her character and had to go back and watch the episode again. Which yeah.
1: she is just I I got that too.
2: She is just a prequel um knockoff. She's Zam Wessel. which, which is like she's Zam Wessel too, which you guys remember Zam Wesel? He she was the one the shapeshifter that Django Fett shot yeah. so that she wouldn't give up the,
0: the details of, of her. Uh, her action figure <laughs> came with a little like face that went on her face yeah yeah it did it did a prosthetic face (laughs) and yeah
2: so she uh this this new woman is not a shapeshifter fennec is not a shapeshifter but she she she's clothed in zam wessel attire and she's like it's very much like she's the zam to um boba's Django. Django. yeah
0: yeah yeah so mm-hmm. the original Sam Wessel action figure, right? Because Sam got her arm cut off in the movie, right? Yeah, I think so. Yep. Mm. That it was attached with a, a magnet, and I bought either Sam or Jack that action figure the day before we moved from South Carolina to New Jersey. So this is this is 17 years ago, right? And no sooner did I give it to him than Sam or Jack, whichever one of it of them it was, was like, "I lost the arm," and I'm like, "I just got that for you. Where was it, right?" So. We move right. This giant moving truck. Everything that we own is in this truck, and I'm driving it to New Jersey. And you know, so it's, it's taking hours and hours to get there. Nancy's like arrived hours before me, and I get out to fill up in Haver de Grace, Maryland, and I go to take the gas cap off, and there is Zamweisel's arm <laughs> in, attached in to the, the-, the gas cap on the outside of the truck. Why? Because it fell and like landed oh. on the gas cap oh, and magnetized okay. to it, and so. I drove oh. like uh, hundreds of miles <laughs> up north, and the arm was just like sitting there, you know. Um, I don't think it had the lightsaber. I think we we didn't have the. I mean, the 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 blaster wasn't. it. Yeah. the blaster was in the car mm. somewhere. So gotcha. Um, that's yeah, awesome. Anyway, that's, cool. that's my that's my Zamoiselle story.
1: Um, Cute. I yeah, like I that didn't story. Yeah.
0: Um, okay, so so they talk. He wants his armor back, right? And they make the pact, which is. Um, because because the enemies are coming and the stormtroopers arrive, right? We'll we'll protect the child, and in exchange for protecting the child, I get the armor. That's Boba Fett's deal, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think what's what's powerful about this, I, I mentioned this last time in the uh, in the episode, uh, that there's there's a strong theme of keeping your word, in uh, among among this this group, right? Yeah. Uh, so in in the scriptures, right? Numbers chapter thirty. Uh, Moses says this is what the Lord's commanded if a man vows a vow to the Lord or swears an oath to bind himself by a pledge he shall not break his word he shall do all that proceeds out of his mouth like in in the Old Testament giving your word um was a, an absolute it was it was it was absolute and then and then we saw in the passage that Jesus was talking about where he eventually says let your yes be yes and yeah. your no be no anything more is evil mm-hmm. they had introduced all of these like Conditions. Uh, what is by the, that by called? Jesus time. What, what is that called?
2: The the um the the ways they tried to get around the law was that um that Mishnah.
0: Uh, I, no, I think we call them loopholes. Mishnah is like interpretation, but um, yeah, no,
2: because there's, al- there's there's Mishnah that people followed that yeah. was like that was not. But no, I think you're right. I think Mishnah is interpretation. I'm thinking of a different word. Whatever. Well,
0: what they what they did was they they added what they called hedges of protection around the law, and so mm-hmm. it was like. You know, um, OK, you know, if you're going to have like a super serious swear, kind of like a in, in yeah. the Christmas story movie, like a triple dog dare, you know, it's like that. That's like the dare that you cannot <laughs> deny. And so you could swear by the hairs on your head. You could swear by heaven. You could swear by the treasury in the temple. And Jesus said, look, you know, creating a system where people have to ask the question, like how serious of a swear of this, all it does is weaken your word and your word is paramount. Uh, if you say you're going to do something, do it. And I thought what was super interesting about this, right? In Psalm 89, um, these, are, uh, these, are, these are words that the psalmist puts on God's lips. Uh, Psalm 89, verse 4, I will not violate my covenant or alter the word that went forth through my lips. So God is saying, I won't break my word. Once for all, I've sworn by my holiness. I will not lie to David. His offspring shall endure forever, his throne as long as the sun before me. Uh, like the moon, it shall be established forever, a faithful witness in the skies. Uh, there there's I and I think this is pretty powerful because you you hear this in that very opening scene, right? I told you I'm gonna take you back to your people. Mm-hmm. Um, I told you I would train you. like I told you like the the uh, the interesting thing I, I I just find it so interesting as a character point, like that if he says he's gonna do something, he absolutely does it. Um, yeah so it's it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And I got, it, it, it's a it's a theme that carries all the way through the episode.
2: I got two things. Mm-hmm. Um first, the season one uh, of The Mandalorian, the first episode, uh he's offered by the um what's the guy's name? The blue guy, the blue guy, Bob from accounting, uh Mithril. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. him. So mm-hmm. so he's offered he says he says, I'll I'll pay you triple. I'll pay you I'll pay you four times as much for t- to to not take me in. And he's like I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. Not like right. that's that, and and so like you like I love how um, when character building is consistent throughout seasons, and um, he he's he's just been from season one from the very first scene of season one, like a guy that says like if 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 he's gonna do something, he does it. Uh, second thing, mm-hmm. um, are you telling me that hedge of protection is an actual intellectual
0: spiritual phrase? <laughs> uh it, it, well you know people so I, I think that there are many people who pray for hedge of protection around people like hedges to protect people yeah. and that's a that's a thing like people would put up hedges in in britain they build them to like um to keep uh you know animals from wandering in your fields but the, what they did is they they put commands around the commands in order to create this hedge yeah. like so so we give you extra commands. If you break those commands, you're just breaking man's commands, not the the commands in the law. So yeah, I mean, they're they're. I think they're when someone says, you know, I pray a hedge of protection around you. They're like they're talking about something else, a completely different spiritual. Because when
2: I hear when I heard Tim Hawkins joke about it, he was like, he was like a hedge that's the best you got like a hedge really and and ever since then I've been like ever since then I've been like yeah that's kind of a dumb
0: thing to say and so I don't I don't say it a a shrub give me several potted plants of protection
2: give me give me a fortified fortress of protect no no just a hedge just a
0: hedge I'll be fine okay so let me let me say this about this right um I'm noticing a theme and we're going to do a counter when we go back um, and we go through the episodes. Uh, Mando winds up flat on his back constantly throughout this series. Uh, He, he goes to try to wake the kid up and he gets like repelled back, right? And he lands on his back. And then uh, he goes down the mountain and he goes and he, uh, he makes the deal. But then when the stormtroopers arrive, he goes back up, right, and he leaves Fennec and Boba Fett to fight because that was the deal. And he tries to pull uh, Grogu out again, and he gets thrown back on his back again, right? So it's like I I just – I said, all right, I'm going to, like, make a form that I'm going to watch the show with, and it's going to be like, does he fall on his back? Yes, twice, you know. Um, <laughs> That's gonna, leading up to can- something. Well, is it? I mean it-
2: – that that's that's what netflix shows do right i mean like they they they'll, they'll they'll do shots and they'll 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 say like i mean you you might miss it but they'll they'll hint to the intelligent viewer the viewer right. that we like pay attention to this mm-hmm. pay attention yeah that's exciting i'm i'm excited about that what that's that's really cool
0: okay so so in the course of the episode right in in my opinion this when when mando goes back up on the mountain this begins this is the single most important sequence in the entire episode, right? Okay. So now it's uh, now it's Boba Fett fighting with Fennec, and and you know the two of them together are taking on these two ships worth of stormtroopers that that have arrived, right? You know they start the initial combat. Another ship arrives. Uh, if 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 you like, just watch this combat. It is the most, like, intense, violent, like, crazy good uh, combat that has ever occurred in a Star Wars movie, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, it was it was so brutal. Rogue One? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I mean, like, Rogue One was very World War One. Like, you know, somebody gets shot and they fall down, kind of like Saving Private Ryan style. Which Sam, uh, my oldest, Sam says... That you know, uh, Rogue One is the is the war movie. Yeah, you know of it. It's this was like uh, a born identity, like you know, just yeah. like brutal. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, and Boba Fett was was.
2: With, mm, yeah, he was. Yeah. He was. There was there was the one time where he just absolutely, um, you know, the stormtrooper was struggling, and he could, he, Boba Fett could have walked away and dealt with other stormtroopers but he chose to just go and just off the guy like just kill him
0: and they've and the, they've got he's got the um the uh the staff from yeah. the Tuscan Raiders staff uh, of uh,
2: vengeance
0: yeah and he's like <laughs> just shredding their helmets and their armor and stuff yeah it yeah. was and and so um you know there there comes that moment i think when the first when he when he knocks down the uh the last of the um the sto- the first round of stormtroopers, and he sees that the Razor Crest door is open, and he goes in. You know, we don't we don't know that he goes in, but you know, you see the doors open, and then Mando rescues Fennec with whistling birds, which is like the the coolest weapon yeah. ever. Uh,
1: Those are pretty cool to watch.
0: I love it. Stormtroopers flee, right? Um, they and just as, turn back. As- yeah, as they start to flee, this is when you know we we finally see the um, you know uh, Boba Fett himself use the targeting antenna, launches rocket, mm-hmm. blow up two ships, um, and and I'll tell you, I I say this is in in my opinion this is the most important scene that has has is in the sh- is in this sh- show, but it's like I've been waiting forty years. <laughs> I
2: knew it. I knew. I knew that's the reason that you liked this episode, because you sent me the text and you were like, M- uh, "Most important uh, moment in Star Wars history since uh, since May seventeenth, May, May yeah." And and I said, I said, uh, jetpack missile or something like I said, I said that, and you, yeah, and 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 uh, because because I knew because we we talked about this, like you were like, it's a big deal that he didn't have the jetpack missile as a toy, and I'm like, that's. That's so cool. I did. I see. I don't. I. I didn't realize that was a generational touchstone thing. There is
0: there. Well, this is. Awesome. I think there's a bigger generational touchstone, and, and 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 it's it's that what what built up around Boba Fett is a cult of the costume. Like yep. he's the coolest looking character. But when you look at him, mm-hmm. right, he shows up in the animated special, which was an absolute nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, he then shows up in Empire, and he's there, and and he. Uh, he maybe has one or two lines with Darth Vader. Yep. He puts, uh, you know, he flies away. He shows up in uh, in Return of the Jedi, and he's maybe got two or three lines. He flies in to fight Luke, who's causing a ruckus on on the uh, the, the walk the plank ship over the Sarlacc pit, uh, and and he gets. Taken out by Han Solo, who's blind, <laughs> you know, and Han Solo like knocks Boba Fett. To the pit. Bubble Fett. <laughs> and that's it. I mean, he's he's like one of the most well loved characters, but he really has never done anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's never done, and, and so now to see him like just shredding and exploding, and you know, like I I, I don't know. I was in all my glory. I watched yep. it with Sam. Mm-hmm. I watched it myself. I watched it with Hank. Like and then Sam came home later that night and was like I'm going to watch it again. I'm like, I'm going to watch it with you. I've seen the episode 4 <laughs> times now. Yeah, and That's every awesome. time it's just as good. Yeah. Mm. So.
2: Oh, yeah. you one of the things in the action scenes nitpick, but it was funny. Um, yeah. the stormtroopers ran away from the boulder instead of just going like this, like like side to yes. side. You, you could have just kind of st- sidestepped that boulder and they they didn't. They just
0: were like, "Well, let's try to outrun it." Stormtroopers. Like, <laughs> Do you see? Did you see um, uh, John Favreau, his hat tip to Steven Spielberg? There, that's a um, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. What, that was my thought. Was, that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I th- I think that they are hamming up the whole like stormtroopers are stupid. thing.
2: Oh, absolutely,
0: and it's yeah. and it's great. It's it's actually it's actually fun. Like
1: it's pretty. It's it's entertaining.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So so the stormtroopers flee. Right the off, off they go. Um, you know, I mean, they don't get very far because right. we, we have the jetpack missile, and this is the second jetpack missile of the season, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, because um, mm-hmm.
0: uh, what Cobb Vanth shot yeah. one, yeah. I do wonder where do you get more jetpack missiles? Um, you know, black market, yes, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. so <laughs> good enough for um, me, <laughs> Razor That's Crest, it. right? The, the big. Bolt out of the sky incinerates the Razor Crest. I did want to brag
2: for a second. Yeah. I from the first episode, um, one of the things that's interesting is this: the Razor Crest looks. It, it has the same feel to it as Django Fett's ship did in the game um, Bounty Hunter before he got Slave One. I said they're okay. gonna blow up. I said they're gonna blow up this ship at at some point because they do in the game, and I and I said they just designed this to be like a like a ship before the actual ship. So he's going to get he's going to get some kind of incredible uh spaceship. I that's my prediction is he's going to get some kind of like, you know, Mando level ship that he's going to just that everybody's going to think is incredible. So This
0: is going to be another Grogu moment though where they're going to be like, and this is his new ship and people are going to be like, I hate it, you know, or maybe I, I don't know. That's yeah. true.
1: That's true. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he will buy the Millennium Falcon.
0: What? That would be awesome.
1: <laughs> that that <laughs> I mean I don't think it'll happen, but no.
0: <laughs> that could canonically happen though, I think. Yes, because it's out there somewhere.
1: And and, yeah. and Han Solo
2: loses
0: it. To... Marin,
2: you're a genius.
0: Yeah. Am could... I? Am I? <laughs> this is why, you G. know. <laughs> now I I we enlisted Marin and that makes us geniuses as That's well. That's true. And, That's true. So okay, so now perhaps we come to the most tragic part of the entire episode where I don't
1: the, want to talk um, about it. The
0: dark troopers <laughs> come off of the the ship and they come to the seeing stone and uh you know as they're as they're coming uh, Mando and Finnix start running to the top of the hill to get there in time. Uh, they they grab the now exhausted Grogu and immediately take off. I I thought it was kind of cool. He was to... taking a
1: nap. He was taking a nap. Yeah.
0: No, you can't rest. Those um those dark
2: troopers man they were so considerate too because they 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 landed they didn't land right next to Grogu that <laughs> Grogu they landed like twenty feet away and then they walked up to him at the slowest pace just to just enough to let Mando get up the mountain you know what I mean and then they grabbed him so yeah. he, you know they were they were yeah. they were just taking I was their sweet say, time
1: they they really did take their time I was like man it's not even like they were rushing or anything yeah. they were just like. Slowly flying down to the Seeing Stone. And well, no, they were flying pretty away. fast, weren't
2: they? They were oh, flying. God. They were flying pretty fast, but then when they landed, it was like time to they walk. They took forever. At, at yeah. Like a, yeah,
1: yeah. I was sitting in my bed, like, oh my gosh, just do it already. If you're gonna steal him, just steal him. Don't like draw it out. Please. Marin, have
0: you have you gone back and paused when he looks at him through his like uh, through his camera you know on his helmet camera have you looked at the the sheer misery on grogu's face like he just looks so he's just so miserable looking (laughs) he's like he's like i Um, want to die you know my life is over
1: okay i'm gonna relate to baby yoda for a second because he woke up and he was like oh no like what did i do i was just sleeping that's how I was this morning when I yes. realized that I had slept through my alarm for church. Well. <laughs> I woke up and I was like, ten thirty.
0: Hey, it's forgivable. Oh no! You know, I, 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 I do think there's an analogy at this point, right? Because when, when the the troopers take off, right? You know, uh, I mean, everybody in the Star Wars universe can fly, right? Um, you know, the the dark troopers can, Boba Fett can. R two D two in in what a, you know debacle of the clones. He, Donk he droid realized, can yeah. I mean everybody you know. everybody can fly right. So uh, <laughs> it's at this moment I think that uh, that that our hero realizes he doesn't have his jetpack on right. Yep. You know. That, yep.
1: Mm-hmm. I was yeah. going to bring that up.
0: Um, what that that reminds me of probably the easiest scripture analogy for uh for for mandalor and that's the armor of god right you know the the mm-hmm. idea in 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 Ephesians 10 right after if you work through the book it's like you need to rest in the, what who Christ is right that's the seated portion of the, the the book the first uh two chapters and then chapter 3 through chapter 6 is like this is how you walk in the christian life and then at the end you're supposed to stand stand against the schemes of the devil Ephesians 6:11 uh Put on the whole armor of God is what Ephesians six eleven says, um, but what uh, I'm not finding the uh, oh it says it says you need to put on the whole armor of God so that you can stand against the schemes of the devil, um, and it, it's just that idea of scheming, of this uh, of always needing to be prepared, you know, and and it's it's in this critical moment he's not prepped he's not ready. Uh, and it it's his it's his undoing. Um, he is That's why women's purses
1: are so big.
0: Because you may need to save Baby Yoda, and so yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta <laughs> yeah. have you gotta have gear, right? You gotta, gotta have be prepared. stuff. Yeah.
2: I think I think when they were translating the Bible, they should they they uh, went with the shoes of the readiness to spread the gospel. They should have yes. gone with the jet pack. You know. <laughs>
1: The jetpack of Righteousness.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I love it. Maybe, maybe we'll see. We can put that in the uh, <laughs> in the Lucas standard version yeah. of the Bible if he if he How ever. Do, like, I,
1: do I like shoot God an email and be like, hey, just another thought for this verse. Yikes. Why don't we add a jetpack in
2: there? <laughs> Keith is we like, are, stop it. Yeah. Inerrancy
0: is 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 good. <laughs> well, you know what? I do think I do think there's there's something. Uh, I think there's something that we can relate to like he this character who we love is effective because he has armor and that's yeah. that's the the whole idea i mean it's not that there was this idea when i was a kid that you would have to like pray on the christian armor and like put on each piece every day and be like you know like i put on the belt and i put on and it's it's not like that it's it's that it's that we need to Remember all the blessings that we have in Christ, all the things that He's given to us—righteousness, truth, wisdom, faith, salvation—and um, yeah, and and we we arm ourselves against attacks with that. And so, I mean, I don't know. I think that I think it's a, it's it's very easy to relate to this. We don't need to like cross out the word breastplate and put jetpack in there. But hey, you know, like it, I, I do think I do think. That uh, you know, when I preach this sermon on Ephesians six ten through twenty, and I go through the armor, I actually talk about uh, the Iron Man two in the movie where they throw him the briefcase and the armor's in it because if he doesn't have his armor, he's dead. You know, I mean that's mm-hmm. that's the connection point there. So um, you know,
2: you know what the analogy that I thought of was the um, was just like when you forget your backpack at school as a kid, or like when you when you forget like. Your uh, gym clothes, or like, you know, I I was the kind of kid that would forget like my, the the things I needed like all the time. Um, Just today, I actually, I actually forgot my, my keys in my apartment. And so, like, I, I, for me, when I saw the jet, the jetpack, you know, he, he left it there and then he realized he didn't have it. I was like, that's me. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
2: And I, and I was like, it was, it was very relatable on a, on a, just a level of like, you know, if I'm doing this with my physical possessions that that I like have attachments to, and and you know want to make sure that they're they're kept safe, uh, maybe I'm not thinking too much about the way in which I uh, spiritually orient my mind so that I can um, remember the goodness of God in salvation in giving me. The capacity for faith in giving me any sort, to- any sort of uh, semblance of righteousness that I have, you know. I mean, like, we don't, we don't think of uh, the blessings, and we, and we forget that. Uh, that's very good. I mean, such an encouragement to just like mm. to just think on those
0: things. So good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, we. Uh, so so dark troopers go up, right? You know, crisis, catastrophe. And I was thinking, okay, that's the end of the episode. But then we get uh Boba Fett giving chase with Slave 1, right? You know, I mean, he is he is right on it and he would have he would have shot them all out of the sky if uh if yeah. if Mando doesn't call him off. Yeah. Um and so, you know, he he comes back down. Um Mando recovers the orb and the spear. Um you know, he's got he's got you know, I guess those are the only two useful things left, which is man, nice. what a sad I'm,
2: I'm... scene. You know what I mean? Like he was—he was, he was yeah. walking over to the slave one, or not the slave mm-hmm. one, the, the the Razor Crest, and he was just—he was defeated, man. And then Boba Fett, of all people, it. of all people, Boba Fett goes, "I'm going to honor my word." And That's and right. at, And at that point, I was like, "This is awesome," because yeah. I was, I was, I was like, Boba Fett, the guy that just slayed a stormtrooper um, in 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 cold blood. This is this is. You you know you you talk about like heroes, unlikely heroes or, or like flawed heroes. Boba Fett is one of those guys you can't pin. You can't pin to either hero or villain. You don't know exactly what he's gonna do. And in fiction, that makes him just invaluable as a character because because you can just you can just see yourself in him because he's he's part evil, part good. And if you really yeah. are honest with yourself, you see good and evil at war within your own heart. And I mean, I. I Man, I loved it because I was like, finally, we see Boba Fett in in a human light. You know what I mean? All of his glory.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he describes himself as a simple man making his way through the universe, mm-hmm. right? Which oh, is God. actually what Jango, that's what Jango Fett said to, to Obi-Wan. And then he says, mm-hmm. like my father before me, which is the Luke Skywalker line, right? I'm a Jedi, like my father yep. before me. Yeah, there's a lot of fan service in here, but it's not like... Stupid fan service. No,
2: it's not bad at all.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so we have the spear. It looks like the the super gun is gone. Um, you know, I don't know where his super rifle is. So I'm hoping we're going to get a spear fight in the next episode or two. I, He's I want out of some, super ammo. Spear fight.
1: I want some, spear yeah, fight. I
0: want some like spear fighting here. Um, okay, so we go we go to Navarro, right? Uh, Cara Dune hooks him up with, Uh, with Migs Mayfield. I love how how she says, um, she says, you know, with this badge come rules, right? Yeah, she said, with these stripes. Yeah, there are rules. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, um, yeah, but it involves the kid, and she's like, Okay, I'll break
1: the rules. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. She, Everything. Yeah,
0: yeah, which I think
1: continues okay, with me. that
0: theme. <laughs> I think it continues with the theme of keeping your word. And it's not that she's, you know, I, I'm not ripping on her character for not keeping her word. But, like, after these clear examples, she's like, you know, of of, of them keeping their word, she's like, um, you know, whatever. Okay, I'll, I'll break the rules to help you. Yeah. Um, so then we move to the Imperial Cruiser. Uh, Grogu's throwing around uh, stormtroopers. You were so proud of him, right? Marin?
1: I am. So it reminded me of the scene from the Incredibles when Jack Jack is just like destroying everything. like it's just this little baby. Wow destroying yeah, absolutely everything. Yeah. that's what I thought of. That might I be a it.
2: Disney trope or something. you know what I mean like like that's two
0: instances of a baby just throwing around things. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I mean that's what I thought of.
0: There and and so he moves into the force choke, right? You know, and they're yeah. like, uh, uh, uh.
1: Um,
0: and then I don't know. Moff Gideon shows up with the with the dark saber and is like, "You can't touch this. You're going to put your eye out." Um, and then, then don't the,
1: wave it in his face. Yeah, I was just
0: weirded out by that. Wave something in a
1: baby's face; it's going to be like,
0: uh. "What was Moff Gideon?" He's what
2: were you going to say, Brad? Uh, my my question is, what is he? What was he trying to do? Um, like you just you just saw Baby Yoda force choke, um, the two the the stormtroopers, and maybe he was like, I don't know, like that scene that you're right that scene he did act weird. Um, I just I just hmm. have you guys seen Breaking Bad? No. Okay. Um, no, my brother watched that it though. <laughs> that show is I, I I was in so it's not something I would choose to watch on my own. But I was in a room with somebody that watched it, and the storytelling, though vulgar, is just—I mean, it's one—it's probably one of the best shows that has ever aired on TV, um, yeah. just just for the story alone. Um, and the the Moff Gideon is uh, one of the most evil people in that show, and so I'm I'm intimidated by Moff Gideon, and I think. I think they know what he they're doing with that with the character. So my estimation is that scene is gonna make sense at some point. Mm, maybe. But
1: I but I don't
2: but I don't know that it made sense when you were watching it.
0: I feel like he's I feel like he's a guy who dressed up as Darth Vader for Halloween and then mm-hmm. like lost his helmet somewhere. You know? <laughs> like every time I see him I'm like, Darth, where's your helmet? Yeah. Um, I wanna call him Darth Gideon all the time. <laughs> So. He's
1: just a Darth Vader wannabe. Yeah. You know?
0: So then... He
1: really is. That's the vibe that I get from him. Yeah.
0: yeah. So they set their blaster to stun and they shoot Grogu and put him in chains, right? Yep. It's brutal.
1: Tiny handcuffs.
0: Yeah. They had them ready. They had handcuffs in that size ready.
1: <laughs> they really did. They contacted this handcuff uh, company and they were like, do you make any handcuffs in the size of baby?
0: Yeah. Yeah, we need baby handcuffs. Make that it's it's miniature proof handcuffs. It's proof of how evil the empire is that, Right. that they would make handcuffs for children. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Ooh. Good. Um, good. You know what? I
0: here's a question for you. Pop quiz really quick. Um, did either of you think that baby Yoda was going to be killed in this episode? No.
1: I didn't think that they would do that. So I, I mean,
0: yeah. Here's a here's a point, right? Uh, I, this is what I was thinking of. Is is that goes to something that uh, we believe about the narrator who's writing the story, right? We don't. We we thought, okay, you know, none of us thought, oh, he's going to be killed by Moff Gideon, right? Um, mm-hmm. And and I think that there's there's a spiritual analogy here. Uh, Romans eight twenty eight. Uh, which I know some people, you know, it has this reputation at times among Christians. They're like, oh, Romans 828, you know, like, don't quote that to me if something goes wrong. (laughs) And it's like, no, this is exactly what this is in the Bible for. It is is in the Bible so that when things go wrong, and you want to share this with people with respect, you don't just, like, text it to them when they say something terrible happened. You don't say, like, look at Romans 828. You, like, wait a couple of minutes and talk with them, but eventually point them to it. Uh, That verse says, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose, which which here's what I think is interesting. Right. Here's the analogy. We believe that the narrator who's telling this story is a good narrator. Right. We we think like, oh, no, it would be. I mean, if 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 they were smart. Right. They wouldn't have sent the stormtroopers to begin with. They would have nuked the planet or whatever, you know, like if they were trying to eliminate him. For sure. Uh, The the narrator has structured the story that he's going to live. Um, Another verse that people don't love, uh, it seems, or they they do love it, and other people are like, oh, you can't (laughs) quote that. Uh, Jeremiah 29.11, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jeremiah 29.10 says, thus says the Lord, when 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will visit you, I will fulfill to you my promise and bring you back to this place. That... Jeremiah is telling the Israelites, right, your land has been overrun by the Babylonians. You're being deported and taken away into slavery for 70 years. Like, everything's burning. Their lives are destroyed. They're being dragged off into captivity. And then he says this. Here's this promise in the middle of this, like, tragic moment. He says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare and not for evil to give you a future and a hope. And it's like, even in the worst moment... Like I don't know. I kind of felt good. I was like, "Oh, he's been kidnapped!" Like this. It it's not one of these shows where like at the end of the story, it's always like, "Oh, they're back on the ship, flying away." There's right. no ship, and there's no kid now. You know. But I'm still like, "Oh, this is all going to work out. Like it's going to be good." Um, you know, because we believe in a good narrator. I don't know. I thought that was interesting. We believe in a good narrator. If-
2: go ahead. Go ahead, Marin.
1: Sorry. No you're, no, you're good. good. I've, talked, I've talked, I've talked more second. than
0: you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what if they did kill baby Yoda? But, so the Yoda, whatever species it is, the Yoda species is what we're going to call yeah. it. Well, yeah. that's. I think that, that's
2: all anybody can call it. We don't really know the name, I don't think.
1: Yeah. So the they're Gildarians. like self-regenerating, right? Like they don't, like they create more of themselves. Am I right in that? I have no by, idea. Um, they don't... I you, thought... You could I be. I don't know. I read somewhere that was like they... they, Not...
0: Mitosis. You know how like
1: a strawberry plant is asexual? <laughs> right. Like it, it reproduces by itself. Like right. I thought that the Yoda species was like that. So if baby Yoda does get killed, he'll just make another baby Yoda.
0: A spontaneous uh, uh, creation of Yoda species. Exactly maybe. And
1: so then we would have an actual baby Yoda, not like a 50-year-old baby. Yes.
2: Yoda. I yes. know what I'm searching on Google after this. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> I need to figure this out. Okay. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't know anything. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> it's, it's fine. Everyone, but um, yeah. That's awesome. I, I think it would be irresponsible not to point out that um, I, I I do think we see the, the failure of our hero here. Mm-hmm. uh our hero does not measure up to our standards like um even though we believe in a good narrator he shouldn't have left his jetpack there like he should have when yeah. everyone else picked up their weapons he should have put his on too
2: well whose fault is mando leaving his jetpack there Mando's. his his or the narrators
0: <laughs> i would i would say it's his fault
2: right yeah absolutely yeah. but i, I mean him. it's it's very interesting i mean no you bring up the 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 good narrator, and I have to go here just because it's fun. Um, sure. uh, episode four, you know, you, you you try to believe in a good narrator through episode four, like um, oh, the Death Star, you know, oh Alderaan's gone. Well, uh, Cara Dune lost some people in Alderaan. You know how yeah. h- how do you how do you believe in a good narrator through through that? Well, um, you know it's it's when 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 you're applying it to life. It's very interesting I, I talk about I talk about God um, to to students like this I'm like I'm like think of it as think of it with the same intuition that you think of a Star Wars movie. Do you think that George Lucas blew up Alderon or do you think it was Tarkin like it was obviously Tarkin even though seems seems to me you know when you when you science it out when you logically go go to town on it it's it's Lucas yeah you know what I mean
0: yeah, I do think that this is that there's something to be said for uh, the kind of literature or the kind of movies or the kind of things that we consume. You know, we, we talked about uh, The Walking Dead, I think, the first time that we got together and there was some there was just some brutal, weird, twisted, moral stuff in that very first episode. And I'm like, you know what? I don't I don't think I need whoever wrote this narrating into my brain. You yeah. Know? Like, and I, it doesn't I, stop there, I yeah. don't think no mm-hmm. um and and so i i do think like i think that you know if we want to be hopeful or optimistic or not cynical about life we want to make sure that we we watch what we're consuming you know and and, and sure what, what it's telling us about the universe um i okay one more one more analogy one more thing for me one more application and then I, and then i'm done um the i thought that Mando came up short, right? Uh, and, and one of the things that um, God says about himself in Isaiah 50, um, he says, uh, is my hand shortened that I cannot redeem or have I no power to deliver? Uh, that's Isaiah 50, verse 2. Um, and then you've got uh, in Psalm 121 one, which is a, a very famous psalm. It's in the Psalms of Ascent when the, the Jews were heading up to... Um, Jerusalem for Passover they would they would sing these songs and one of them uh, contains this line I lift up my eyes to the hills from where does my help come my help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth he will not let your foot be moved he who keeps you will not slumber like he doesn't the 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 guarding and slumbering right like you don't fall asleep when you're on guard duty you don't put your jetpack down when you're going to need it later Uh, and I think that's 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 it's just it's interesting I, I, I don't bear, it. like, I'm not like, oh, Mando, he's terrible and stupid and he failed. Um, it's just like, it's the contrast is interesting to me. That sure mm-hmm. uh, that, that, that the, the savior that we put our faith and trust in is, is powerful and efficient and he he accomplishes all of his purpose. I thought it was interesting. Perfect. So, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, any, anything else? I, I Is there anything else that we, we need to talk about? Uh, predictions. I we think need we to covered
1: everything. We predictions. Need to, we need oh, to go yeah, to predictions. predictions. Yeah. Yes.
2: What do you think? So, uh, I think we all. I think I, I'd be, be if I was a betting man. I would. I would think that we all pretty much think that there's going to be a Jedi that comes to help, right? Yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Who do you all think that is?
1: Wesley was looking at stuff earlier that suggested that they were going to bring Luke back, but they were going to oh. hire a different actor. Mm-hmm. Sebastian
0: Stan. Yep. Who.
1: I think that that's the one that I saw.
0: Yeah. Mark Hamill yes. actually uh, tweets at Sebastian Stan every year on his birthday and says things like, I am your Aww. father. And uh, he like, he really. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He's. No, that's he's, cool. He, yeah. Uh, because they really then do they look have alike. to use him. Yeah. Then
1: they definitely have to hire him.
0: Then I don't think it's going to okay. be Luke.
1: I'm down with Luke. I'm yeah. down with Luke, though.
0: I don't think it's going to be him. Hmm. Um, who do you who? think it's going to be, Brad? Um, so
2: there's two. There. I, I. I. mean, there are Luke and Ahsoka. I'm not willing to rule those two out, especially since like I've heard the Luke rumors for like I think maybe a year now. I've heard the Luke yeah. rumors that they're bringing in Luke. Um, but uh, here's the thing: you ever heard of the game Jedi Fallen Order? Any anybody? Uh-huh. Okay, so uh, Cal Kestis, he is a Jedi mm-hmm. that, that is that is out there, um, and I have no idea. I think he probably is gonna die before Episode Four. We don't know the end of of Cal's, Cal Kestis' story, but he um he he could be a character they pull in. My money, I think, is on Ezra Bridger or Ahsoka Tano. So, just bringing back Ahsoka. But Ez- Ezra Bridger, so, they already name-dropped Th- Thrawn. They already name-dropped Thrawn. Right. And Ezra Bridger is with Thrawn. So, um, I i don't know. Maybe Ezra? Uh, and maybe maybe it takes an episode to get there and he comes in at the end. Uh,
0: but Sam is, uh, I'm going to give him props here. Sam is holding out for Mace Windu. He says Mace is not dead. I was about dead. to say that. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say that
1: I don't think he is either
0: and all Samuel L. Jackson is doing is making Capital One commercials right now so he's free he's ready yeah Um, he's free so here's my prediction my prediction is they're going to ruin the show Um, they're going to kill no they're going to kill Mando in the last episode of this season and Boba Fett and Grogu are going to fly away and they're going to rename the show the Bobalorian yes it's going to happen. Yeah. Thank you for humor me. Fit. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, do you no, want to that, talk? Was, that
2: was you 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 did you did a play on your um on your ways to ruin the show where you didn't tell us
0: that you were actually talking about a way to ruin the show. I'm going to do it every I, I I find I don't know, I find myself so amusing. I'll I'll think about the fact that I said this all week and I'll be like, I did it. I said it. It was so funny. Uh, do you guys want to do you want to play uh, what Keith hated? Yes, absolutely.
1: Let's play that. What Keith hated. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's a great so, picture of you.
0: Thank you. Um, I drew it myself. Does anybody want to guess what I
2: hated? Oh, Maren, you get to go first since, you know, I went first last, last yeah, week. Yeah, you
1: went first last time.
0: Oh. I'm a purist. I have strong opinions, and there's always something in everything that irritates me. So I just I, I have to find something that I hate.
1: Mm-hmm. You definitely did not hate the Stormtrooper fight with Love. Love that. Amazing. Um. Mm, I should have thought about this.
2: I was thinking about this and I couldn't. So
1: I didn't think about this.
2: Mm, okay, so let me let me take a stab at it maybe if, yeah, if I yeah. if I can. Uh
0: And I do you, write it down. it's it's written here. Yeah, so no, that, you yeah. you
2: you have it. For for uh, for those listening, like he has a card and he's not just like making it up on the spot like he cuz like, that wouldn't be fair. Yeah. Um so my my guess is you 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 tipped your hat earlier on in the episode and you said uh, they could have nuked everything from mm. from the air uh, and you and I think you hated the fact that like the, the imperial star destroyer was there the whole time. And mm. it just Was that it?
0: No, unfortunately. Dang it. No. There was it actually came it was good. Though. It was good. Um yeah, and I mean, sometimes like the, the, there are things I'm just like, why aren't they doing this? And, 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 and it's, you know, it comes down to more like tactical military stuff, but it would like, it would end the show, you know? and Yeah, so, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So you hold it out. Hey, I wrote it, I wrote it in Mandalore. Did you really? Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh. oh, look at that. No, and then I wrote it in Jeez. English. And it's, it's, it's knee pad rockets. <laughs> I mean, like, now, now, those those rockets, like, they're on his knees, you know? Like, you've got rockets on your knees. They were, Sam was like, that was cool. And I'm like, was it cool? And she was like, I guess not. And I'm like, so See, I so thought weird. it was going
1: to be like this. I thought it was going to be a more in-depth answer. Not it was just, just so be- I'm bad. I'm like, rockets. what is that? He, he you know,
2: puts up I, his knee, and then there's, like, missiles flying out. I get it. Yeah, I get it. I, I get the like, complaint.
1: What?
0: What? You know, now I mean, I'm not. I'm. I don't know. Like they've been labeled knee pad rockets for years, like on in the in the diagrams and stuff. But to actually see them in action, I'm like, <laughs> how do you target those? Like, what is that?
2: That's just we're we're, we're church disgusting. planners. Yeah, we're, ch- was- we're church planners, and we're like, how practical is that? Like, <laughs>
0: it's just so bizarre. Yeah, you know, the the runner up was um, when Fenix says. Um, Boba Fett saved my life. And then she's like, let me expose my cyborg midriff to you and show you that I'm, I'm, I'm robotic now, you know, like, (laughs) like, you know, I mean, I, I have had my share of accidents and that I've got a scar on my head and I'm not like, oh, I hurt myself once here. Let me show you, you know, like, I don't know. It was just bizarre. But so you're, you're, you're. What about. Go ahead.
1: Sorry. (laughs)
0: You're good.
1: Elbow rockets.
0: <laughs> elbow rockets. Yeah.
2: Just I, I rockets just, on every every rockets. appendage,
0: finger <laughs> rockets. I I do joint, wonder. Joint I feel
1: rockets like in general. He was so
0: devastating in combat, right? I mean, he was so brutal, and I wonder if they were just like, let's launch the knee pad rockets, and and maybe some people in the writers room were like, really, you know, and they were like, it'll be some funny. Guy. Yeah. You know.
1: One of the writers just sitting there like, on his fifth or
0: sixth
1: beer and they're like we need ideas yeah goes, yeah. Rockets on rockets. Knee, yeah
0: knee pad rockets <laughs> if you go back and you look at some of the like there are some pictures of his of, of Boba Fett's armor and they've got like labels on them and they say rockets and it points to his knees um, he's also got a apparently he's got a little knife on his one other knee that flips down like it, it flips out and so he can like knee you and cut you but we haven't
2: seen mm. that so what, what's Ow. y'all's reaction to the fact that uh people called to uh the actor or the, the this this appearance of Boba Fett, some people called him Boba Fett.
1: Oh, he did have a little gut. But that's that's what happens when you get older. Say God it to his aged. face.
0: Yeah, that's absolutely. Say. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Say it no, it to i to his I, face.
2: I did not have a problem with it because I mean it was it's just like no it's Boba Fett and
0: he's he's aged it's fine you know you know he's he's okay there's this nothing is,
1: wrong with the dad bod
0: <laughs> this is my this is my last <laughs> word on on how important I thought this episode was do you ever. You ever meet somebody and you're like, man, this person's cool. And then you bring him to introduce him to your friends. And he just acts goofy and weird all the time. And you're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> guys, like he's not normally like this. He's really cool. And he's like embarrassing you. And, and and nothing good comes from the interaction. And then you like have to apologize to your friends and say like, he's really cool. And you're like, man, what a disappointment. That's Boba Fett. All the, And now he like Aww. finally shows up. And I'm like. Every, I mean, it was any, it was all I could do to not call. I was texting everybody. Have you yeah. watched it? Have you watched it? Have you watched it? Mm-hmm. Because like you, you must, you must share this glory. It was Absolutely. So it was so good. Yeah. John Favreau has moved into, um, the, he is like, he's, he's second slot. The king. Of the most impressive Star Wars personalities. Yeah. Um. Irvin Kirshner, wow. who directed Empire, is the greatest. And John Favreau is now second in my book. He's he knows exactly what nice. we want and need. I trust him. I do. I do. I trust him. <laughs> so I'm super excited. Yeah.
2: Are we good to wrap up? I'm super excited for the for the next episode, man.
0: Yes. Uh
1: no, we're not good to no? wrap up yet. What,
0: what what else do we have?
1: No. Our random fact.
0: Ah, there we marriage. go. Yeah. Duh. What, what do you have for us?
1: <laughs> So, our random fact for today, So I move my cat off my desk.
0: Is that you um, can lift a cat, yeah.
1: <laughs> is that I can lift a cat. Yes. Um, so, our random fact for today, George Lucas, when writing the trilogy, before they, like, directed them and everything, or actually filmed them, had originally planned for Jedi Master Yoda to be played by a monkey. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Could you imagine... Wow, no that's awesome hold on Q Q star wars world right now r2d2 is speaking in full english sentences and he's mean yoda is a monkey and he's yeah. just like flinging stuff everywhere
2: yeah. yeah fast forward to 2020 and and baby
0: monkey yoda and yeah
1: <laughs> oh no. baby monkey yoda <laughs>
0: we wouldn't even be we wouldn't be talking if there was a monkey like th- no. it would have just been horrible <laughs> so I instead
1: i would be open to that
0: we got we got rubber puppet yoda voiced by frank oz which yeah i mean he was terrifying when he when he leans into the camera and he says you know when luke says uh, i'm not if- afraid and he says you will be it was like, i was terrified
1: <laughs> yeah. what if it was a monkey saying you will oh, be gosh. though no like, what if they made
2: this monkey go, you will be. Curious wo- George, the Empire Strikes Back.
0: I wonder if the monkey in Raiders of the Lost Ark, the one that, you know, the little Nazi monkey, you know him?
1: The Nazi mm-hmm. monkey. Yeah, he yeah. does
0: the Sieg Heil in the movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if they were like, no, too many monkeys, like, recently. <laughs> you know, they're like, we can't do another monkey. Because that was right around the same time, 19, early 1980s. Mm-hmm. So maybe they were like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: can't, can't have too many monkeys on the screen.
1: I mean, you can train a monkey. I'm sure you can train a monkey to like be okay with being painted green. True.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No. No animals were dyed for
1: a while. Nice. Good deal. Yes.
0: I like your random fact. Yeah, I like the fact that your fact didn't come true. Yeah. So. Are we good? We'll shut I kinda down. I kind of
1: think it would be fun if my fact had come true, though. <laughs> think about how different the Star Wars world would be.
0: Maybe, maybe you, maybe did you a should how do to ruin the show.
2: Yeah, maybe you should do a um a uh, what's it called like a fan film. Like get get you know get the GoFundMe started.
1: Yeah, let yes. me let me just go find a monkey real quick.
0: <laughs> Wesley will buy you one for Christmas. I think I have one, one in the it.
1: backyard yeah. actually.
0: Yes, a we'll monkey named a monkey Yoda,
1: and refilm all of the Star Wars movies.
0: There was a rat. You guys probably don't remember this. Do you guys know? Um, uh, there were movies like um, there was like a kids play baseball movie, uh, like in a baseball league, and there was a monkey in that movie. And then there was like uh, racing cars and trucking movies with Burt Reynolds, and there was a monk. There was like a chimpanzee or an orangutan that drove one of the cars, like a real. You know, they would like cut to, uh, cut scenes and there'd be this monkey in the car and he like smoked cigars and drank beer and stuff. That was like the end oh of the seventies. Yeah. There was like a monkey thing for a while there in movies. There
1: was a monkey thing. Yeah. Maybe well, we need another monkey thing. Maybe that's what twenty twenty needs.
0: Maybe.
2: I'll tell you guys a like, monkey thing. Um this is this is great. This these these conversations are great because I have I still have more to talk about, but we need to we, we probably need to wrap it up. Um, next week. If if the episode is violent, uh, nice. I want to talk about <clears throat> violence and nonviolence in the Mandalorian religion, because uh, that's super interesting to me. Um, so if you guys are interested in that, tune in next week. But I think I think we're we're all good. We've 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 covered the episode and had some amazing discussions. So we're gonna wrap it up and uh, we have spoken.